Hello, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the retrospective Nintendo Power podcast. We talk about Nintendo Power and other stuff. I am your host, Mike King. Joining me is, as always, is my co-host, John. Howdy. And sadly not joining us, as always, is Ben. So in his place, we have dragged someone back from the ether, from the great unknown, a.k.a. places without Wi-Fi, and have revived Brandon Boswell. Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. So, Brandon, uh, could you sum up basically where the fuck were you? Yeah. uh, uh, Basically... So my seasonal work that uh, I do cooking uh, goes from basically April till, I don't know, September-ish. And then uh, that's in Muskoka, where it's beautiful and lovely. Then usually I go back to Niagara Falls or something, but obviously, as the viewers know, I took a little quick trip to Ottawa to hang out with Mike for the month in November. And then uh, for December, I was back home with the family for a minute. And uh, then I had to get out to Collingwood, which is where I'm staying at now. And I'm cooking at a ski resort, and it's pretty nice. We took a little while to get the Wi-Fi up and running, but uh, now that it's going to the staff house, I'm back on board. Uh, Yay! Mike wasn't listening at all by the silence. (laughs) I already heard that story. I thought he was going to go into... The, the the painful details as to why hmm. internet took so oh, damn long. Oh fuck! Seriously, so we called Rogers and then <laughs> uh, we almost had it hooked up and we got into like the holiday hours and they were being a pain in the ass because every day that they wanted to schedule with us, we all had to work. We only work fucking three days a week before Christmas, honest to God. And every day that they wanted to schedule it, it was just ridiculous. So we were. I was on the literal verge. I told told Mike this, and I'm going to say it now, so it's recorded <laughs> and like actually viable. For Hold posterity. Court. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally going to kidnap the next fucking Rogers guy that came back to our house and just hold him hostage and phone Rogers and be like, look, we, you're not getting this guy back until we get internet. Send another guy, hook up our internet, and then you can have both the dudes back. This is how this is going. You make, you make the mistake of thinking we care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what they tell me. They're like, well, fuck, man, we got a million of those dumb hard hat idiots. But like, I was so close to just snapping out. We finally got internet. <laughs> Thankfully, because of a lovely local company to whose name I don't remember, Intersect or something along those lines. It Get it showed. Something, yeah. They, they basically, they saved our lives. Uh, it took a little bit because uh, it was over the, the holiday hours that we had to like deal with that. So that was a pain in the ass. But now that January has kind of settled down and we finally have internet. So that's good. Wasn't Intertech the company in office space? Yeah, that's what it's, that's the joke. I don't know. Honestly, for like the first week, I kept calling it Skynet, and uh, we have <laughs> two. Yeah, our our cooking like uh, our our staffing arrangements is that we live in the staff house, like I do in Muskoka, but uh, well, not but but we we hire like international all the time, and we found these really two good like lads, and I say lads because they're both British boys. They were living in uh, Montreal, <laughs> working at um, uh, fishing lodge, and then we hijacked them for this season. Really good guys, but uh, did they did they ask you why the heck those frogs keep putting cheese on their chips? No, that's absolutely not been discussed. But I will bring it up to them just to clarify for them. <laughs> also, Mike, you really need to get it to Canada. Holy fuck! <laughs> no, you just totally made me lose what I was going to say, though. Also, yeah. Well, but, the limeys uh, were uh, messing up your internet connections, or your attempts to get internet. Well. 
Yeah, they were like, you know, I guess something to do with their accent wasn't wasn't translating quite correctly whenever they phoned. So it took a little while before I actually got onto it. And then when we had an internet dude show up, I, I literally just bribed him with marijuana and beer. <laughs> and I was like, you need to, you need to make this happen. I fucking swear to God, if you don't come back, I don't know how this is gonna end, but it'll be on your hands. <laughs> it's either gonna be in the news or like, you know. Just not a thing. So, all right. Well, the good news is he has internet. Then uh, let's, get, let's get back to where we can play video. Volume forty nine issue, uh, the June issue, uh, nineteen ninety three of Battletoads and Double Dragon is the cover game. And uh, I was almost three years old when this came out. <laughs> it's amazing. So like two and change. We have um, a badass Battletoad. cover. Yeah, bad. Is it, is it? So it's is it rash? Oh, I'm so bad at the battle toads. Can you um, tell the difference? Do they all have like defining features? Yeah, one is huge. The other is short. I think the other one's got the glasses. Fucked if I know their well, names. Well, it's the one with the glasses. So we know that much. Yeah. It's the one with the glasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the guy with the triangle the glasses, which like with, with the triangular sunshades, which makes him look like a, a punk, like no, not a punk rocker, but like a like a Future. neo futuristic. 80s punk. Yeah, but that's pretty badass, <laughs> especially in that day. So. And he's got and he's got and a so, grin that just his grin looks like Mo Sizlak when he tries to smile. <laughs> just greasy as fuck. Terrible. <laughs> and in the background, also, in the background uh, we got Jimmy Lee. Uh, yeah, Ra- yeah, Rash Rash is the one with the sunglasses. So you're right. Nice. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. First try. So then we got Jimmy. All right, guys, let's Jimmy wrap Lee. it up. We're done. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get moving. Yeah, we got Jimmy so, yeah. trying to kick a pig with an axe in the background. Right. And then we also so, talk about yeah. Toad Special. Three systems, three games. So if you thought, when are they going to stop talking about Battle Toads? The answer is, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, you get, It's funny because the next page has the ad of the kid doing the thing, if nobody minds me jumping ahead. But like, uh, I was looking at that as Mike said it. And it was like super the same. Like, if you thought we were going to give up, don't fucking think that's right. going to happen anytime soon because we're <laughs> still here. Yeah. You get Battle Toads in triplicate this issue. So, all right. Um, here we come. And as Brandon was mentioning, uh, same ad, 1950s uh, style. Uh, basically. What do you call uh, that? Uh, like the kid like pointing his finger? Or like the guy pointing. Well, it's not a kid. It's a guy. Like, it's sort of retro yeah. look. He's you know sort of, you know, get up with the times and make sure your Nintendo power is renewed. Like you, you don't you, know. you don't His want face you, like you don't want to keep losing like, those Nintendo games like some putts, do you? You got to get on. The, you got <laughs> yeah. to get on the level, kiddo. This you is, know this you is, know who doesn't this stay is, up. This is what to really do. drives. <laughs> you know what doesn't stay up to date with Nintendo power? Communists. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's always like a racial racial tone to it. Like like, hey, have you got the new uh, latest Nintendo game? You don't want them to think you live in the bad neighborhood, do you? <laughs> or some ridiculous like. <laughs> you don't want. But also, I love. You don't want to be uh, thought to hang out with the Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them to think you're listening to jazz, do you? <laughs> with that marijuana reefer smoke. <laughs> Only reefer heads play arcade games. Play it oh. in your household. When I was at the thrip, when I was at the St. Vincent's, which is my job because I'm always there, right. there was uh, in the DVD ah. section, they're selling <laughs> reefer madness. We have that oh. in, the, in, in the DVD section. 
that buddy you need to buy that and mail it to me and i will love you forever dude just download it it's fucking great well i could do that but i mean it's the idea you know well i'd have to buy it and then i'd have to mail it and that would cost money because shipping is freaking retarded nowadays well you say that but uh i'm pretty sure it's probably doable it might be, but still, Reefer Madness yeah. is, without a doubt, one of the best anti-marijuana. It, it it was it was the first alternative facts documentary. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so good. Also, I just want to point out before we move on from this because you know John's getting all antsy again. I can feel it. But uh, the the like quality that they, they they have the ad and then they have the picture of the guy and the quality is that of like a 1920s TV. So it looks like he's just off of a dollar bill, like the way he's all grainy. It looks like you can look in there and just see like Illuminati confirmed right in his fucking cheekbone. You know what I mean? He's like, a like you zoom in he's, yeah, he's past got, his hairline. He's and, got scan lines. He's basically yeah. like a 50s version of Max Headroom. I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna <laughs> Max Headroom. That's, a, that's an old. That's an old re- 80s reference that kind of, of went right over. Sure. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> the communism sucks. <laughs> let's let's just hope that uh, all of our listeners are like either half on my side or half on your guys' side, so they either got it or they're like Look me and they're like, Max I don't know what's going Headroom. on. He did Coke commercials back in the eighties. It was weird. You know what we're gonna but, do? Uh, Rather than looking it up, let's let's link the Wikipedia in the description below. And I just <laughs> said it, so it's gonna happen now. <laughs> Booyah! And on the other page, we get to see uh, Curly doing a Super Mario impression or something. In, yep. in the Adams, it's like you have to tell. Yeah, I got more than one friend, don't you? Tell him about the club and get him to call the one hundred drum and to join you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, oh next God. page, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. With Satan, Mickey, and you've got the lemmings and the, all the trading cards and all the great stuff. And, and the next page, Mario is... with the screwdriver to make sure the cucumbers make the turn. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so, I, I don't understand that reference, but it's not that's from the That's an 80s. old... Uh, oh, it is from the 80s. Mind. Great. Hmm. That was... No, no. That was from an old issue. Uh, ben was saying how um, a plumber at like, his um, apartment complex was like, you gotta chop off the, the, the turds so the cucumbers can make the turn sort of thing. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the toilet had, that's like, actually small, pretty amazing. Yeah the, yeah, yeah, the toilet had like a small trap. So that like yeah. the turds anyway. couldn't break up. <laughs> so yeah. the next oh, one's about the Game Boy basic set. Fifty dollars uh, for yes. a Game Boy. With the Game Boy. That's and four batteries. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. I drop. I drop that right now. If somebody had one of them in the box. Yeah, that's pretty darn good. I mean, it doesn't come with any games in the box, does it? Like that's not no. How it's just. Them, right? It's just the like. Yeah. That's why it still. says basics. Mm. So yeah. it says Tetris is not included in this package, but it allows you more freedom in your game selection. And what selection there is? Choose hot titles like Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, a very good choice by the way, or the newest title in the Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda series, Link's Awakening, also fucking great. Although, one person here might disagree. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I just, I just game, literally blacked the out the last The Game Boy released at 90, or 89.99, which Holy is the shit. equivalent of 169, probably more like 170, 100, or sorry, $180 today because there's been inflation since. But, whoa, that's really weird. What's going on? Hmm? 
Uh, I think that was possibly my end. I'm oh, assume. okay. Okay. But it's only on our conversation end, and the viewers have no idea what you're referring to. Oh, so. the, 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 <laughs> Skype, the Skype just went, like, super weird. All right, so... Yeah, I believe it. That was, I, I kind of just tried to move my cell phone quietly, and I think I made it worse. Oh, okay. It's fine. You're, you're fine. It's fine. Okay. So, so, but yeah, I mean, so effectively... Uh, I mean, if it if ninety dollars was one hundred and eighty, then this is equivalent to a hundred dollars today. So I mean, that's still like a pretty good, um, still a pretty good deal then. Oh, so yeah, and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just a cheap dickhead, but I don't know. You wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for a Game Boy, like let let's say like you have the video ability games to play video games are. in your hand. So if you're driving or you're at school during break, you have the ability to play video games for a hundred dollars. Anywhere. Until the battery dies. The battery, because <laughs> it's a black and white system, the batteries actually last. We're not talking about the yeah, game gear, man. I immediately, like, actually, like, immediately after saying that, I was like, fuck, I remember literally never changing the batteries in my Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have changed them once, I swear to God, and never had to change them after that. Because I played with the sound off and everything. I hate sound in video games. Maybe I'm just autistic <laughs> like that. I don't yeah. know, man. We had this conversation, I think. But uh, what I do have to contribute on this side of the conversation is that for the last half of that statement that Mike was talking about, the Zelda part, I just like blacked that out, and I was really wondering if Mike knows, is Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins, is that the actual Mario 2, or is that... Yeah. That's not Doki Doki, right? No. No. That's, so that's the, the actual Mario, Mario Game 2. Boy game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's not even... It's the first game right. with Wario in it. I was going to say, also, I think this is the game where they had the golden, like, this is obviously the you know, Yoshi coins or whatever. I think uh, this no, is the, the Yoshi Super coins Mario are World. Super Mario World. Really? So this was yeah. not even that? No, the golden coins were, um, like, how you unlock the different worlds, like, in the game, but I don't think they looked like... I vividly remember, like, on my Game Boy collecting larger coins than the yeah. other coins. They were Mario and coins that, so that you could get into Mar the Wario castle to fight Wario at the end. So you could play the games, you could play the levels in whatever order you want, which is awesome. And yeah, I was gonna say. you would get a, a coin after beating each boss. Then you would go to the po then you would go to the door, put the coins in the door slot, and then boom, you get to fight Wario's castle. Right. True. So, so all right. Whoa. On to the <laughs> Uh, the, con the, the uh, console Table of contents? Yep For the you. Super Nintendo We got Bob Tasmania Super Casino Games Yoshi's Cookie Battletoads And Battle Maniacs <laughs> Then for the Game Boy We got Battletoads And Ragnarok's World Bubble Bobble Part 2 Cause you know They're just There was just so much In Bubble Bobble That we needed the story To continue Like we just had to What happened after that There was just Not enough closure Titus the Fox Raging Fighter. And then for the NES, mm. Battletoads and Double Dragon, the Ultimate Team, Fire and Ice. NES Hockey Games and Nestor's Father's Day Challenge. And we get to see the boy and his Malamute. This time they're both on great terms. And again, the dog. What the fuck is the kid plugged into? His Game Boy, which apparently is plugged yeah, into like, a, it's plugged into a truck. <laughs> A van? Which is speeding down yeah. the road, so if he doesn't catch up to that truck... Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but He's going to be water like skiing on the highway. Or yeah. yeah, what the fuck? He's going to be keel-hauled on the road. 
Yeah. And the did uh, the Game Boy uh, ever actually have like a, a strap that you could put around your neck like that? Because that's kind of tough. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really? Or it had a spot where you could like put a wrist strap on it or something. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember like a lanyard hook, but like that whole like situation. Yeah, I don't think it was on both sides. So what he's drawn there, like it didn't do that Slightly you get a drill you can customize it i guess has this been a, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a, a noob question on you guys has this been a reoccurring uh dynamic team here like the kid and the dog yeah is that happening except usually okay. the dog is under uh is under duress and he's like yeah they've done they've done terrifying. about six months six months in a row of these two so yeah yeah so this is the first time the kid and Me. the malamute seem to be uh on great terms and I again. Well, don't last know month they were like they were what it was camping or they were cooking something together. Last week, I mean, the kids seemed terrified like, of the dog though, like yeah, or terrified of what was being cooked or something. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So this time we're right. both on the same page, but the dog has a saddle. So apparently, this guy rides his dog like battle cat. Does he always have a saddle? Uh, usually, no. we don't get to see the dog's back. Oh. So the dog has leg warmers because I guess he's like. Doing workout tapes by Fonda. Yep. <laughs> it's it's right. the fit business. On to the players' pulse. Uh, there's no theme. Up. There's no theme to the, uh, to the responses <coughs> this month, so it's just people writing in and Nintendo printing them. Yep. Um, I'll take the first one. Sure. Steve Geiger of Santa Rosa, California, uh, writes in. He says, "I like your magazine and have uh, f- uh, have for over three years. The new Star Fox comic is all right." But it's too long. Also, I see no ads for joysticks or Nintendo products. My dad and I have been waiting for a review of the NES and Super NES controllers. We've been on a relentless search for the ultimate controller and need some information. Please let us know when you might come out with this review or where we can get the information. Thank you. So they go, oh, Steve, we got uh, we got the controller review on page 60. Uh uh, for for that for the peripherals and point out that like that look how much the internet changes things like back then you have to wait for your magazine to like cover the peripherals now you just go type into Google like what is this controller any good and uh, yeah that's true <laughs> I was gonna anyway. say it's kind of more like a yeah you dickhead buy our next magazine we'll definitely probably fill it in maybe the <laughs> one after that like pay us more money and we'll totally maybe do that. All right, Brandon, you want the next the next uh, letter? Nah, nah, I want number three. All right, Mike. number two. All right. <laughs> we got Jared Evans from Jonesboro, Arizona, Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, really? Mm-hmm. I was Arizona, gonna say Arizona Arkansas. too. Arizona's AZ. Yeah. See, the thing about sure. the states, Brandon, if you've been paying attention to the last few episodes, is that there's only like three combinations, like MI, which can mean just about any like four states start with MI. And at least two <laughs> states start with AR. So these abbreviations I'm are fucking mental. Pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the abbreviations are literally all different. No. Like Well Yeah, well, they are all Minnesota, they are all different. Michigan. Yeah, they, they should both be. They MLA, literally right? have to be No, Minnesota is M Montana. MO. Montana is M T, Missouri is MO. Okay, I got the question. Why the fuck are there fifty states? Why can't you just keep it to a something simple like I don't know, under 20? Uh, hey, John, don't yeah. answer that. Don't answer that. Um, I have a question for you before you answer that. <laughs> is there 51 states? Costa well, Rica, okay. Right? Is, is Mike <laughs> having a stroke? <laughs> no, there's 50 states. Uh, there's the District of Columbia is a separate um, 
area. It's it's in it, I think entirely engulfed by Maryland actually, but it, okay. so there's a it's spot its own. in America that doesn't count as a state. Yes. Why? And then there's <laughs> good because the District good. of Columbia was set aside as the area for the capital and government, and if like if it was part of a state like that would mess up some of the voting stuff. So. <laughs> we um, we have all the government stuff in Ottawa, but we're not like cutting they, Ottawa out of like they oh, vote in Ottawa. You can't vote. They vote in elections, and they have represent representatives in the House of Representatives. They just don't have a senator. Hmm. Um, the the stuff where it gets weird is Puerto Rico is a protectorate. Um, it's not a state, uh, and then there or I don't know if it's a protectorate or whatever, but like it's whatever it's classified as. Um, and then there's like Guam is a protectorate. And it gets even weirder. There's like American Samoa, like people born there aren't officially U.S. citizens, <laughs> so it gets Listeners, really. Ugly. I just want to say I am so sorry for asking. Yeah, I well, thought oh. Mike was fucking up. And I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. I didn't mean for a history lesson. You're apologizing for facts. <laughs> what are you, a Trump representative? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. You guys didn't ask for that. You asked for Nintendo Power when you came here, not... Yeah, Puerto Rico is an unincorporated geography. territory. Puerto Rico might become a state. They vote on it every few yeah, years. Yeah, I know there's so talk that, about like somebody, something being introduced, introduced as the 51st. It would be Puerto Rico. The problem that they run into is... Um, they, look one, to, they, they look too much like Mexicans? No, Republicans don't... Well, not... <laughs> yes, but not for that reason. <laughs> Um, Republican, it's a, it would be very democratic, and so Republicans aren't big about adding another state that would be really heavily democratic. But if you they mean vote Latino? themselves, no, they are very well. Yes, but that's not the reason. It's because they vote just heavily left, and uh, <laughs> because they like having rights. Yeah, I, get, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, really I get fully it. Understand. A lot of time, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of times, <laughs> they enjoy um, having they, actual yeah. representation. <laughs> They've actually voted to stay like independent the last couple times, so we'll see. But it's complicated. I don't know enough about it to really like definitively say anything. But anyway, so Jonesboro, yeah. Arkansas, Jared Evans. Yeah, we never talked writes, about what he said. Okay, he says I'm wondering <laughs> if there will ever be a sequel to Final Fight. Well, if they did, it wouldn't be final, would it? You fucking idiot. Anyway, <laughs> if so, please. T- Wait, didn't they eventually have sequels to Final Fight? Like, I'm uh, yes. sure that's a thing. And yes. I know I and I and I intentionally left myself open so you could be like, excuse me, aren't you a fan of Final Fantasy six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Mm-hmm. So Is that what Okay, well I didn't realize that that's what Final Fight and Final Fantasy were like in the same They're, they're not, not, they have final well, Mike's make, Mike is making a joke. Alright, anyway, okay. Wordplay, it's Mike, what I you do. Silly pope. So you silly, if so silly pope. Please tell me because I would plan on buying it. Also, what happened to the arcade coverage you used to do? Well, it's a Nintendo magazine. I would like you to start mm. printing more about arcade games. Capcom will be releasing Final Fight 2 in the near future, Jared. The most recent arcade update article appeared in Volume 37. Don't be surprised if you see another very soon. And now off to you, Brandon. Uh, okay, so this one I thoroughly enjoyed just because of the picture, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. So we're talking from Alvira CT from Hilton Head Island, and I'm not even going to bother guessing what SC South Carolina, for. Sacramento. Sure does. South Carolina. Sure does. It sure does. What, what's Sacramento's? Just for argument. Sacramento's sake. in California because that's a capital, <laughs> not a state. Good. So it doesn't even have one. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. So thought you might enjoy sharing my granddaughter's delight while opening her Super Nintendo at Christmas. I caught the exact moment for Val. I caught the. 
I really caught the moment. Sorry, guys. A little dyslexia. Mm, you're fucking good. Whatever. For Valentine's Day, I bought her Mario Paint, which I am sure she will receive with the same enthusiasm. Thank you so much. Well, good job, Nintendo then, Power, just giving away, like, <laughs> what her yeah, present's like going to be. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Though so they did print got, it in, like, June or whatever, July, whatever this is. So June, so I'm guessing she So assuming she got it that it. year. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then we have a picture of Jessica Valentieri, whatever, of... Um, Florida, Pompano, opening Pompano her. Beach, Florida. <laughs> Not, we're skipping that. She's from Florida, opening her new Super Nintendo. Yeah, she's super jazz. Yeah, she's, she's uh, so revved up, which I could totally relate with. It looks like she's just flinging the wrapping paper at the same time, but just the reaction in her face looks exactly like the woman from Beetlejuice, like the mother that has to like. When they, <laughs> when they fuck their faces up. You know what I mean? It's just exactly that. Well, it's kind of like, and it looks like that Nintendo 64 video where the kid opens up the Nintendo uh, 64 on Christmas and he, like, loses his shit. Like, I haven't seen that. I'll link, link it to you at some point. I mean, like, the yeah. kid, like, he's like, Nintendo 64, like, throws it up in the air. And his, like, oh little sister, his, like, little sister, like, is really excited, but you can tell she's not really sure why she's so excited, but, like, he's super jazzed, so, like, anyway. <laughs> so she's just super into it? Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if, if you, John, want this, or if we should force Mike into doing this one, but I don't know how engaged he is done. right now, so I'll take the next I'm one. I'm looking up Jessica okay. Veltri, and I'm finding her on Facebook, and I see somebody who is really hot. All right. Uh, Mike, for fuck's sake. I figured, Jesus well, that's Christ. what I was going to do, so at least Mike Stop harassing it. our fucking, I mean, at least it's not our listeners. This I time. left I left our chat, so you're going to have to invite me back into that chat. <laughs> <But> <laughs> How did you fuck that up? I left it because you guys, I was at work and I had like 25 messages in that you group. You couldn't just like, shut up the notifications. Oh my God. Man, when I'm out here and I don't have internet, man, every time I get the internet and you guys just fucking light me up for like six <laughs> minutes and I'm like, I only have two minutes for this cigarette and I'm trying to update my podcast so I can listen to you fucks and my phone is having a seizure because there's like <laughs> fucking upside down mermaid pictures and Nintendo Switch fucking news and fucking Pokemon dildos and fucking, oh my shit. You should have joined I us think for, we should, for the Nintendo Switch we should, that was great. Oh, I wish I heard it. It was yeah. it was really funny. I listened to it. I liked it a lot. Um, but actually, I just realized something for our Patreon prizes. Uh, I know we were talking about that other thing in the chat, which we shouldn't bring up at all right now. But another <laughs> option would be taking s screenshots of some of our conversations in the chat, and then like sending them to Patreon subscribers and letting them see some of the background fucking depravity. I don't know about that. Uh, Beer crack. Anyway. Um, yeah, that girl is hot. I don't know if it's the same girl. That's funny. We should, like, screen grab that and be like, you're totally a Nintendo Power and creep her the fuck out. Oh, All right, anyway. Ask her if she's so, the same one that was in Nintendo Power. All right. Great. Dude, yeah, make sure the internet you, just had a stroke. Do you want a screen... Do you want a screen grab of that? So yeah. I, can, I, can, I can get one for you. All right. Yeah. Anyway. This is how we get well, our guests. People well, we do on the show she, is people that I've seen mentioned here, and I just hit well, them up on Facebook. She, she should be the guest for this episode, so we're a little bit late on it. But all right, that's anyway, the beauty right, of Robert, improvisation. Robert E. Kelly from Dixon, California, writes in: "I'm a 51 year old school teacher from Sacramento, middle school. About six months ago, my nine year old daughter called me over to the video screen. She was playing Zelda: A Link to the Past. I said, let me try that." She handed me the controller, and about 100 la hours later, I beat the game. It took me 465 lives to beat the first time. Kids at my school laugh when I tell them how many lives it took me. The next time I beat the game, I was down to 84. I see tremendous improvement and was determined to master the game. 
I kept playing and got below 5 lives, and my lowest score is 2. I believe these games really help develop problem solving skills in kids, and I encourage kids to play them as long as their homework is already done. My daughter and I are learning to play Mystic Quest, and I can't wait until another Zelda is developed. Good call, Robert E. Kelly. That's that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, it's funny. Like, that's a tough. That's a pretty tough game to like introduce yourself to game yeah. on. Like, I mean, it's not yeah. the hardest game, but I, I mean, I wouldn't knock him for 465 lives on your first attempt to like use a console. So yeah, yeah, good exactly. for you, Robert. And being See, cool, I got and being that such cool teacher conflicting about feelings games. about this article now. See, I want to tear this article apart, but everything that like all the text just makes me respect Robert more. But just the image makes me think, what the fuck were you thinking, man? What are you doing? Is that his daughter in the picture? Yeah, yeah. why? What's wrong with it? Nothing. She looks fucking terrified. She looks like she's reading a hostage note. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. He's gonna and send he's her just like, like staring at the camera like, like this light's too bright. He's gonna send her proof She looks of like, life. what? Drew Barrymore, what? Yeah, nine-year-old are you Drew having Barrymore. Him? You know, the girl that was an E.T.? Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but, like, I, I maybe haven't seen E.T. recently enough. That doesn't look like, like Drew Barrymore at all. Drew Barrymore, to me, is is her dancing around in a Miami apartment in Spider-Man underwear, or Drew Barrymore, to me, is her dancing around in... On David Letterman's wait, that's desk. Not, no, I was going to say in the mask, but that's not Drew Barrymore. That's Cameron uh, Diaz. Cameron Diaz, yeah, so whatever. Doesn't all right, matter. back on track. Spider-Man panties. <laughs> well, you don't know. And back yeah. on track. Yeah, well, this, kid, this right, guy's so, playing Mystic Quest. Like, if you're playing video games, you start with Mystic Quest, which is the easy game. Then you play Zelda, which is not exceptionally difficult, but it is challenging. Yeah, so <laughs> that guy, like, again, like, I can't, res I have to respect every fucking thing about this dickhead, which makes me even more angry. He teaches kids, which I can never do. <laughs> Fuck that. He I can't because of the quarter. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, that too. But I mean, like, also my patience. I'd end up like in the newspaper again. But <laughs> and then and then he fucking plays Zelda first, and just finally like has the tenacity to beat it. And he got his and then into it. He keeps going back. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And he's and he's cool. Like he's cool about it. Like he's kind of like you know, hey. And hey, I'm sorry, Mike. Encouraging girl gamers. This man is adding to future hot game girls. Oh, fuck, <laughs> Mike. Why do you gotta make it weird again? I said future. Well, that's, that's what he does. Don't worry about it. I love it, but whatever. Okay, so, Mike, do you want the last one or the second last one? Um, I'll take this one for, uh, from right. Brian Wagner from Calgary, Alberta. I recently tried Mario Paint, and I must say I am exceedingly impressed. I think a Mario Paint player's guide would be wonderful in a bestseller book. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> we happen to agree. <laughs> A Mario Paint How do you do a fucking Mario Paint <laughs> player's guide? Like, m drag the color and draw the image here? Like, I don't know. That's fucking whatever. <laughs> it uh, will contain a it's a like paint by the numbers, but like on your fucking screen. A Mario, right. a Mario Paint player's guide is currently under production. See, this guy got, like, they admitted that, they use, that they're using this guy, at, le at least if it wasn't his idea. They at least acknowledge that, like, hey, it's a good idea and we're going through with it. Not like my letter to Nintendo Power, which got no acknowledgement. They just put out the fucking game. You don't exist, Mike. You're just a figment of all of our listeners' imaginations. <laughs> God damn it. You never, you never existed. You know what? When, <laughs> I, right. when I was in high all right, school... All right, all right, no, all right. No, I'm Come saying on. this. Ah. When I was in high school, <laughs> one of this guys, his key method to insult me 
was calling me a fictional character. <laughs> so right. Brandon just triggered some high school flashbacks. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm currently like just taking deep breaths and like it's it's not him, it's not the same guy. I am real. I'm pinching okay, myself. Well, I'm well real. Mike wrestles with reality <laughs> and his being. I'm gonna carry on. Mike, with while this Brandon next reads one. the next uh, one, you go check out the Facebook chat because I sent you something to send that. Uh, oh, to, for fuck's sake, Jessica. Yeah. Well, no. You guys are just terrible. All right. Oh, is it All right, Mike. not a terrible one? No, it's just no, it's, it's just I, I screen grabbed I screen grabbed the 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 letter for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I saw that. I didn't anyway. quite read it, but... Anyway, so the next okay. one is, we built... Uh, this is from Mike... Why? Cam Camerer? Cramer? Oh, so Cammerer? I can send it to how, how do we think? Yeah. Uh, from Mount Clemens, Michigan, I yep. assume? Yep. Did I nail that? Yep, you got Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Viewers, y'all get a no prize today because I nailed <laughs> one of these. Viewers, no prize. Uh, everybody, listeners, whatever. All right, uh, get anyway, on the letter. We Come built on, let's go. Gorgon's Castle. Gor Gordon's. Is this the Zelda guy? Ganon's. Is it Ganon's Castle? Yeah, Gordon's Castle. Of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Is that, that, that that's fucking... where all the fish. In, that's where all like the fish sticks are kept. Yeah, it's yeah. That guy. Link has to on beat the guy that, hit that runs the bait shop down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Our well, names are Matt, Mike, and Adam. It took us 45 minutes to do this. It also took a lot of work. I think you should try it. It's very fun. And then Nintendo didn't bother justifying these kids because they were like, fuck you guys. And they just put the next thing in, which yeah. is the little, like, buyer shit. Yeah. Little, little ad. Buy our stuff, please. It's a, yeah. Yeah, they got, like, this Actually, they want, they want pictures. They say, they saying they... <laughs> It's like they're offering oh, yeah. up Zelda to the gods, but um, <laughs> it says it, we want some pictures of uh, you and Nintendo Power on vacation, on your summer vacation. So that's that's what they're asking for people to send in. All right, and then in an epic uh, contest winner, uh, we have Kelly Coder of Slidell, Louisiana. Uh, Are you sure it's received, not Los Angeles? It's definitely Louisiana. Says LA. <laughs> L.A. is not a state. <laughs> uh, received a Michael Piano teaching system complete with her Super Nintendo and flew to Hollywood so to meet to meet rappers DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. She convinced her cousin Mandy Lutz and Mother Rita to make the trip to California with her early in December. They not only met Jeff and Will backstage in Will's dressing room, but, they, had front row, but, they had front row seats to a taping of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. After the show, everyone went behind the scenes to meet the cast, and Kelly took home an autographed script of the night's episode. The three rounded out the weekend by touring Universal Studios, dining at Hard Rock Cafe, and visiting Disneyland. So, Alright, so if you guys want to go ham on like finding anybody from the, the con or from the, the issue, this is the person to find. <laughs> yeah, right. Back down on her. I looked for Jessica Valtry. He can look for Mandy right. and Kelly. It I was feel Kelly. Like he yeah. found <laughs> Kelly Croder. Anyway. But, all right, let's see what Kelly I just, just want to know what Will Smith's dick looks like. Uh -huh. So we got to get her on the thing. I, I just got to know. I gotta know. Well, he was in Men in Black Men, so there's probably other ways. To <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, before we yeah. before we uh, doodle bop this, can we get a, a quick uh, uh, what do you call it? Cut check, cut pause, no. pause check. What? Pause, pause. 
I don't even know what you're talking about. Just do what you need to do, Brandon. We'll catch you on. Uh, we'll catch up to you. All right. I'm just like I'm just letting it smoke. All right, you're fine. We're gonna talk about. I mean, it's boring anyway. Uh, Gail yeah. wrote in editor's corner. We need to hear comments and see letters from our readers that bring up the point. The other game magazine uh, articles on hot. So what does it say that bring up the point that other game hot magazines Nintendo, articles? Hot, it's hot new oh, titles. Oh, on Nintendo Power before, but so other other magazines might get the scoop on games before we do. There've been a few instances when we've been scooped. Uh, it's our goal to time our coverage with a game with its release date. Being part of Nintendo, we get to see and play a lot of games before other publications do. Instead of trying to do a feature review on a game that may not be complete, we'll give the game coverage to our. We'll give that pack watch coverage. It's also policy to print in depth. It's also our policy to print in depth information that has been approved for release by the game publisher. How would it make you feel to see a game hyped on the cover of Nintendo Power only to find out there was a small article with a few screenshots inside? So it's her way of trying to justify the fact that Nintendo has a giant leash on them. <laughs> and they hey, can only hey, do Mike, so much. Is there a justifiable way that we can just copy and paste this into our next episode of Taste Test? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, we're real sorry that we uh, haven't been putting out good content or like a lot of it lately. But hey, good news is we're trying. We've been, sco- we've been scooped out by two dudes in a nest podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, so well, well, they get the information out there. We take time to verify it. So, you know, just saying. If you want so it first, hang in there, and maybe first, we'll get back to, to you. If you want it good, you get it from us. Yeah, right. you know. <laughs> so Gail is it's like verbatim. Is, their usual <laughs> corporate shill. So, anyway, on to the first game of the issue. Let's uh, let's pick Man, up the pace. Man, this place is weird. You know what? They have a phone a directory bit. with customer service, and one of the phone numbers is like a touch dial for the deaf. I was figuring. I was thinking since we have deaf listeners, I don't know how that happened, but we do. Maybe we should get a TDD number. <laughs> do we? Yeah. At what? We, yeah. We have it we're, we're apparently big with uh, with nerds that are hard of hearing because we speak loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so we found our niche is that if you can't hear us, you enjoy us. Yeah. We're like we got the we got, oh we've, my got God. we've got the nerds that can't listen to the podcast like. <laughs> and we oh, describe the visual so medium. Much. We're describing oh a visual God. medium to people who can't hear. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is amazing. I mean, I, maybe that's how, maybe that's how Apple distinguishes right. it. Anyway, okay. Guys, maybe there's some logic in this. Like, maybe that's how yeah. Apple distinguishes it. I thought we'd have but blind like, people, you know, because no. they'd be the ones that would be really needing a podcast. Well, like, but um, how would they see uh, it to tap to tap it yeah, on their phones? But they they find the good ones, so <laughs> that's the difference. Anyway. <laughs> All right. They're the premium so, fucking... On to the game coverage. Come on, we're really behind you. Man, here. this Let's... place is weird. All right, Bob. All right. Okay. Uh, Bob so is a Super, Nite- Super Nintendo game. Um, I went to play it tonight, and it just Good. looked really boring, and so I didn't. But um, I played this game when I was uh, when I was a little pup. Yeah, it's kind of... It's a pretty generic platformer. Uh, Bob has a couple different, uh, like, functions that he... Like, so he, Bob's a, a robot. And not I guess the not plot, the rapper. <laughs> the plot B-O-B. is uh, the plot is uh, something along the lines of he's stolen his dad's like jalopy and um yes I don't like what is it what's the I don't know exactly Bob managed to crash his family car in a space degree uh, and he crash lands on a strange asteroid so 
Bob is an android, but he apparently makes really bad decisions. He, uh, he's an android he's, with a dad? Yeah. I don't Who's know. a dad droid? Dad droid. <laughs> Do you have yeah. a dad droid dad somewhere? Dad. I, want to, I want to know the stories of dad bot. So, um, fuck this stupid Bob dickhead. I would like to see Bob, what would have happened if his date worked out. Like, if he's like feel, he's just, feeling up his date, like, does he whip out his oil can or? He's just like spraying hot oil all over her joints, if you know what I mean. What I don't know. the fuck? So, uh, I mean, Bob, mine was pretty weird, but what Bob's, the fuck? Bob's a, a pretty, uh, you know, pretty generic looking robot kind of looking thing. He's got arms and legs. Uh, he's and got a like dad, he's got that dad body. Yeah, he's got dad body, dad bod. Um, but he's got like an arm cannon thing that apparently the uh, is dad bod a side character to Hitler Cop no. and Derp Whale? No, the Adventures of Hitler no. Cop and Derp Whale. The Adventures of Dad, dad bod. bod. He just he just dad tells bod. corny jokes and tells you to like be home early. Yeah, well, he's like he's a side character. They just come across him in their adventures. All right, so Bob's cannon uh, arm cannon has a wave mode, a rocket mode, a flamethrower mode. Flash mode, which is blinding light emitted from the bulb, will allow Bob to sneak by the enemies without getting touched. Its power lasts for about eight seconds. Use it if you're out of ammo. Oh, I thought you'd be uh, like opening so, up your trench coat, but <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought that meant like Richard picks. He has a punch, but, uh, punch, a punch function as well. Uh, floating bomb. It explodes when it does. It takes out any enemy on the screen, but it doesn't harm Bob, which. That's weird. His armor has great resistance. Okay, so first, hel- first he's B.O.B. the rapper. Now he's Chris Brown with the punch mode. <laughs> he's got a helicopter uh, hat, Inspector Gadget style. It kind of pops out of his head. He can float over stuff. Um, let's see. There's also a single shot, a bolt, an umbrella that he can like uh, slow his fall with. <laughs> no, he's Mary Poppins. Sh- triple shot. He's basically Inspector Gadget. Uh, triple yeah, shot, so he's shield, and a trampoline as well. So... Bob has a lot of different functions. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this game. It's just a pretty generic platformer. It's sort of what I garnered from, like, what I... Yeah, it's Mega Man it. and Inspector Gadget mixed up. In, I, I could of, probably play this. In kind of a bland package, this is the problem, though. Like, it's just not that interesting of a game, is my big critique of it. Um, Coverage-wise, uh, there are a couple maps here, at least of the first few stages... So that's pretty helpful. Up to up to stage six, it looks like they have, um, you know, everything mapped out here. So uh, if you're looking to, you know, give the give the game a feel, um, it definitely has a bit in there. Um, a lot of the stages are kind of timed, uh, which is the hard the hard element. Like other than that, the game isn't too tough. It's just getting through the stage in the time allowed. Um, there's also a couple stages you can see it here on page fourteen where he gets in like a, a sled is what they call it, but it's kind of like a rocket sled. And um, so you have to, you like, you sort of like really blast through the level space in this, in this sled uh, sort of thing. So it's, I, I can't recommend this game. It just looks too bland for me, but I don't know. If 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 Mike, do you remember more fondly than I, than my looking at it I recently? don't recall it being exceptionally great, but until good RPGs came out, it was something to do. <laughs> All right, so the Mike King seal of approval—it's something to do. <laughs> it is a thing that exists. Just like just like my third choice on date nights. <laughs> oh boy, I thought I was your third choice on date nights. You would be if no, you were within friggin' busing distance. 
Your option no, two. Your option two. <laughs> it's option one is his date. Option two is hanging out with you, and option three is uh, flogging the old dolphin. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> so, anybody else have anything else to say about Bob? Bob's neat. I Bob. actually might play Bob. All right, give it a try. Let us know. Does Bob have any, like, uh, reoccurring, like, is this the same robot from, like, the other shit that we keep seeing? No. Bob's his own guy. Well, then maybe I might not. Bob's your uncle. (laughs) Anyway. uh, On to the next game, where we have Tasmania, which is interesting in that it's a racing game that doesn't involve any car, at least for your character. So you're Taz, the Tasmanian Devil. Um, and of course, uh, he's super crazy fast and you know spastic or whatever the hell is his is, oh is thing. He's so he runs, al- oh he runs along the streets uh, in this racing game. So they're um, trying to knock off Sonic. What the heck was that no. Nintendo game that? Uh, it was. This looks a lot like that Nintendo game that was driving. Uh, what was it? Like Road Racer or uh, something? Oh, like, Road Rat Road Rash. Yeah, like the uh, sky would change. And you would see like sunrise, sunset, then it would become like a night course with like different turns and twists. There's a couple games that have done that dynamic. So like I don't a first know person exactly. racing game like that. So yeah. this looks just like it, except your so cat's on they've, foot, which is cool. Yeah, what they've done here that's kind of interesting is um, they've used a lot of like the content from his show, his his, <coughs> his cartoons and stuff. So there's a fair bit yeah. here. Uh, yeah, Didgeridingo got, Dingo uh, delivers yeah. packages to Taz from Acme, and we'll sell e- we sell everything mail order company. When Didgeridoo, uh sorry, puts up puts up on his scooter, Pat, Taz must grab the package. Usually, the package contains something good like a steak or spring shoes, allow Taz to jump like a kangaroo. But not always. Watch out for dynamite and other ingestible objects. Every time Taz is delayed, you have less time to catch kiwis so Taz is trying to catch the kiwi birds because he wants to yeah. kill them because he's Australian uh, <laughs> well, that's his he's food. a sociopath it's his food no Taz yeah. eats anything yeah but especially Taz, kiwis because fuck New Zealand um, <laughs> and then yeah. it's funny because in like this shot that's like the artistic drawing of like the whole roadmap and everything Taz standing there the starting line actually looks like a little bit like an actual Tasmanian devil yeah, like the actual animal, like mm-hmm. in that one artist rendition. Every every other time, he's just like a spinning top. Well, right. not like in this, but like in the game, he he looks like Taz should look. Yeah, but like in the actual show, Taz never looked like an actual Tasmanian devil. He was so like what's a brown. what's kind of cool here is that they've laid out at least the first three acts, like where stuff is, but it's not. It's a map, like a hand drawn map, not like a rendered map. So yeah, like, it's like questionable at best. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's kind of—I I, mean—it's kind of cool in the sense of like someone's taking the time to like map out what is coming. So, well, sort of, but like they have to do that to make the game anyway. So they just kind of clean that up and then. Well, I don't I know. Assume. I still think the coverage is pretty cool. Like normally we don't see. It's neat. It's stuff. definitely neat. Yeah. I like that so. you can get delayed by the she devil. <laughs> like she'll just <laughs> grab you and stop you from running. So you, yeah. it's like there's a nice narrative here about how women will like slow you down. So Taz yeah. gets distracted by by some side side piece. You I, know? I think more like he wants to escape, but she's just so damn forceful 
So like women will like chain you down. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Get away. It says get away. She devil. The she devil is in love with Taz. Yeah. If she gets you, you're through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty dark. They're just if selling you women as like oh, all women are stage five clingers. Avoid. So. <laughs> Avoid, All right. Avoid. <clears throat> Anybody have anything well, else? Well, she's to say? definitely on the like hot crazy scale. She's definitely like yeah. She's on the crazy. She's hot. Yeah, yeah. That's so the that's yeah. Red flags. Yeah. Red flags. So, anyway, I, I like the fact uh, that you get to see like the hands go over the screen, so like you're seeing everything from Taz's point of view, which is yeah, which is neat. Well, not really though, because like Taz is on the screen, so it can't be through his point of view. It's through like a drone behind Taz. But yeah, that's getting attacked also. The drone is, just, is Chaz is wearing glasses, so he can see behind himself mm. with the drone. Except when Wendell okay. puts his hands on his face, then he can't see anything. And then you got <laughs> the alligators, which will put him in a cage. Yep. So it's you know kind of a strange, wacky, um, like not non regular racer. So. You know, if you're into the Looney Tunes content, this one looks actually pretty decent. If you ever wondered, what would a racing game be like on foot? There you go. <laughs> All right, so next game. Yep, we got the Vegas yep. Strip. Or Vegas State. Yeah, actually, Super Casino game. So there's actually two games in this coverage. We have the first game is Vegas Stakes, and the second game is Super Caesars Palace. I actually uh, booted up Vegas Stakes tonight because uh, I was reading through this a little bit and noticed a kind of interesting little... Um, like factor in the game that kind of intrigued me. So the way it works, it's it's pretty typical um, Vegas game uh, in the sense of like there's craps and poker and blackjack and roulette and stuff like that. But what's kind of interesting that uh, I've never seen in a casino game is you all, one go to different locations. So you start off in like the hideaway or a golden paradise or like whatever casino you, you go to and like yeah. some of them have higher bet limits some of them have lower um, bet limits but you pick someone to be uh, in the casino with you like so you pick a partner like so it's either Cliff Cliff gives solid blackjack advice uh, he'll advise you to raise collar fold uh, at poker according to your hand um, Maria plays by instinct when she comes to blackjack she uh, gives the same advice as the other co- companions for slot for craps and slots. Isabel is a shrewd card player when it comes to blackjack, and the advice you get can be any four levels of computer intelligence. And Richard's uh, blackjack advice with a grain of salt. Keep in mind that specific betting tips uh, f- for roulette and uh, craps. <clears throat> seldom pay off. So you like pick these people that help you, which I I couldn't get the game to do that when I was playing it. So I don't know if I did something wrong there. But what's interesting is like, um, you, uh, how do I explain it? You get like random events that happen. So like I was playing blackjack, and all of a sudden this like random person walked up to me. He's like, "Hey, something's on your shirt," and like you have to choose between like let her like help you clean your shirt or do you like worry that she might be a pickpocket and like it, depending on what happens like if you let her and like there's a there's a, like I said let her help me clean the shirt and like it was like you look you check your wallet after she leaves and everything's fine but, like she could have been a pickpocket I could have lost like some of my money so like they throw like random events in <laughs> do you like, lose beyond. anything if you play with a dirty shirt uh 
I didn't give it didn't give me that option. So yeah, like if you let her not clean your shirt, is it like well, it gave, she I'll fucking hates you? I'll clean it when I get home. It gave me yeah. two options. I picked between them. That was not one of the options. But uh, so <laughs> oh, you mean it, it goes into off isn't in a Super Nintendo game. It goes into the sucker is born every minute part where it says one of the most interesting parts of Giga Stakes is the adventure element. During the course of your gambling, various characters make propositions to you. Some ask you to buy a lottery ticket or a supposedly valuable item. Others may ask for donations. In some cases, a person simply asks a question. The results of these encounters take three forms. You gain nothing, you lose a lot of money, or you win a lot of money. The results are decided by a random element. Play it safe by being polite, but don't give away large amounts of cash, is what is the advice they give out. So, yeah. And there's multiplayer elements to this game, too. It's just kind of, I don't know, like, yeah, I got pretty bored with it pretty quickly. I was I was playing blackjack, you know, sort of haphazardly because I got bored. But um, it was just interesting that they, like, they didn't do your standard Vegas thing of just, like, all right, here's your six games. Like, see if you can make money. Like, no. Like, you have to you have to pick people to go to the casino with. You have to, like, there's, I don't know. Just it's uh it's a little bit different, and I can't really recommend it. But I do like they try to like shake up the standard you know game presentation of a of a casino game. So, um, and speaking of standard game presentation, we have Super Super Caesar's Palace. This is more your standard. Uh, just it's uh, you know you walk around the casino, but there's basically eight games built in and uh you've got something called red dog which is betting whether your the card drawn will be between two cards that you've been given roulette craps blackjack video poker slots and then interesting i haven't seen this one horse racing you can bet on horse racing and then uh aquino mode so that's pretty boring i i unless you have a really serious gambling problem i can't see anyone playing that game so <laughs> Although they could be like handing this out at Gamblers Anonymous to like help satiate. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Like to expose uh, someone with a gambling problem to. I don't really know how gambling. addictions work. I think this yeah, would be. I think this would be great table. proxy therapy. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can go to a Gamblers Anonymous and hand out the game and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually. When you cause a bunch of fucking relapse, don't come back to me. All right. <laughs> so no, the Mike, thing, you want to... it works if they just keep playing the video game. Hey, but then it turns hey, out they're still they're, they're still ignoring their families to play the video game. Yeah, or you hey. trigger them to just go off to the casino. That's the other problem. Hey, puzzle munchers, you haven't lived until you've tried my first puzzle game for the Super NES, Yoshi's Cookie. What a great name! Hope you're hungry for a challenge. Also, so yeah, we've already. How, how does anybody get through saying the words Yoshi's Cookie without giggling inside? <laughs> so yeah, we've covered Yoshi's Cookie on the NES, and then they had the note last issue because this is Yoshi's license, but it's not a Nintendo game. It's released by yeah. Bullet Bulletproof Software, and and they explained it that um, Nintendo bought the eight bit rights, but Bulletproof retained the sixteen bit rights. So yeah. um, this game is not an official Nintendo game, but it does feature Yoshi, which is very odd it has to be some sort of statistical anomaly there but um, yeah. it's it's Yoshi's Cookie the only difference between this and the NES is this has a couple extra um, modes and stages but the game itself plays no differently and I, from what I understand like the stages are the same up until you get to the extra stages so oh yeah the backgrounds are still the same too because well no like they've the improved everything one. but like the puzzles themselves are the same is what I yeah have. so huh. there's an action mode no, versus there's a versus mode, there's a puzzle mode. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I've never been a big Yoshi's Cookie guy. Like, I 
I mean, I don't hate the game. It's Is just, there it's a not... human out there that ever was a big Yoshi's Cookie person? Some people really like these puzzle games. I don't know if Yoshi's Cookie would be the well, one. Well, yeah, I mean, like, these puzzle games, sure, but Yoshi's Cookie, I don't know. It might have been too mm. early. I don't know. So, all right. Uh, Tetris the cell. I don't really know. There's no, much. Yeah, it's Yoshi's right, Cookie. Right. It's on Super Nintendo. Play it if you want to. Um, Do it. If you're, if you're not big I on... I can play it anyway. Play it if you don't want to. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck it. The next, uh, it. The, the next it. section is Power You. Welcome to Power You, the first videoversity oh. where you can get the facts straight. Forget all the rumors and hype you've heard about video game systems. The first class was designed around questions sent by our top students of videology. Learn it, know it, and spread it around like Mike's mom. Oh, All right. Uh, <laughs> Does the Super NES have blast processing? Is the first question. Blast processing. Answer Sega America's. Your mother's processed service. a lot of blasts. Yeah. But you could have just flipped it around. I wasn't going to put it out there for you, but you could have just flipped it around like John's mom. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I I'm sure Sega. both of your moms are very nice ladies. Uh, no, they're both whores. All right. Sega America's yeah. consumer service and PR firm didn't have a well-defined answer when we asked them what exactly blast processing is. Basically, what they said refers to the programming techniques for fast processing used with respect to one of the microchips in the Genesis. What that really means to programmers uh, is to try to write game programs is that the best... Try to write games that make the best use of the hardware. Many Super NES programmers do the same thing. And so do smart programmers working every video game computer format. Writing a fast program can be compared to planning a car trip across town. The roads and signals are like circuits in the game's central processing unit. And you may say that the custom CPU in Super NES is a super highway of data. Traffic on the roads represents uh, blah, 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 blah. In its essence, blast processing means that Sega programmers know what they're doing. Makes you wonder how long they were stuck in traffic. That's about as good as the they're going to talk about their competition. The next question, Mike, uh, you can do it, but try not to read the whole thing. I'll do my challenge to you. All right. Which is better, CD-ROM or Super FX? Well, the CD-ROM, which is the upcoming enemy that they're about to make for themselves, the PlayStation, <laughs> the CD-ROM and Super FX are two different video game technologies with different applications. Comparing them is like comparing apples to goats. Well, I'm pretty sure... Oh, I like what they did there. I'm pretty sure Brandon can tell you that a goat makes a terrible bong. <laughs> yes. The seat. yes. And, and also, I can eat goats, um, but I can't eat apples. So, yeah, I totally so, get what they're saying there. My, my, my girlfriend, uh, she had a goat growing up, like, because she was in 4-H. And, uh, do they have 4-H? What the H fuck is 4-H? It's like, what the sense? fuck is 4-H? <laughs> Future? Because yeah, she was in 4-H, right. you know, it's like not, a fucking Weapon X program. Condition? No, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like future farmers. It's it's like they teach you to raise animals and grow crops and things like that. Um, so wait, so, you but, lived in the city? Is this yeah, a high school well, course? Well, Arizona is kind of like at least, and especially the areas that we grew up in. Like there was like a lot of farm land nearby, so it's not surprising that a school would have a program that like that was before might, people oh, could this have is, like this farms is a high school and apartments program. in the city now. Have you seen right. like, like these hydroponic farms? That people when you say she was in four H, I just thought. Good like, job hijacking the story, Mike. Okay, John, tell us about your sister and her goat. All right, what's your question, Brandon? <laughs> I, I, when you said 4-H, I thought it was like some kind of weird... Uh, it's the failing you know, grade they give for the military. No, no okay. I thought it was like some kind of weird District 9 shit where like, no. you know, you know okay. John anyway, grew up in, so in 1-H. She had a goat growing up, and uh, it got thrown in jail. 
<laughs> so the, jo- the the goat got thrown in jail. Yeah. So did it refuse, did it refuse to eat? Is that what cans? I just learned? This was all right. This was uh, a small town in Texas of maybe like a thousand to two thousand fifteen hundred people or so. Mm. So uh, she had this goat and it. It got it got like it chewed through its lead and like went to her neighbor's yard and like ate some of the flowers in this lady's front yard. So like they got a different chain and and tied the goat up and it like chewed through that. <laughs> chewed through that through chain. It chewed through the chain and got into the lady's yard again. And so they tied it up to a tree and it chewed through the tree. <laughs> <laughs> what the and fuck? In the lady's yard. <laughs> and so this lady growing they up. get home. After after it chewed through the tree, and there's a note on the front door, and it's the police. They're like, "We have your goat." So they go down. She like we go down to the police station, and it's like a Mayberry police station. It's like two two cells and a police officer, and just her goat behind bars, like just sitting in there. And I'm like, "What? Did it get a tear tattoo? Like while it was in ta- in there, get, doing hard time? Like was it sitting there pressing reps? So no, they had to like go get their goat out convert, of jail. Converted to Islam. <laughs> Al Akbar. That's amazing. So anyway, okay, that is sorry. Fucking... Sorry for the side tangent. Okay, so yeah, the CD. No, that's that's totally worth it. That is absolutely worth it. Oh, the CD-ROM is a memory device allowing for the storage of over 500 megabits of data. With that kind of memory capacity, you can make games that include digitized video footage, plus digitized speech and stereo music. CD-ROM drives are relatively expensive to make due to their precision drive mechanisms and other components. <laughs> now, the Super FX chip is a custom microprocessor that can be mass-produced cheaply for about 10 bucks, which is small enough to fit into a game pack. The Super FX doesn't add to the memory of a game, but acts as a high-speed calculator. Functions that had to pass through the CPU can now be handled rapidly with the Super FX. The result is that programmers can more easily make games using 3D polygons, texture mapping, rotation of sprites, and other effects. What can be compared is whether or not a Super FX or a CD-ROM game offers a new gaming experience because of the improved technology. The potential is there for both. So far, the games on CD-ROM have done little more. You than know, for not reading the whole thing, the whole thing. <laughs> I never. Said I was I literally accept- timing it. I never said. So I, I was literally timing it to see so how long it would take. I never accepted um, that challenge. The essence is that the uh, the FX chip. Manage, lets them process the regular <laughs> games faster. The CD-ROM games are bigger, so you can put more on them. Huh. Uh, All right, uh, is that okay? <laughs> it's not the technology, I, I was, but was, what you do with it that counts. Brandon, how come Nintendo doesn't make more sports games? There we go. <laughs> I was letting him go so I could read this article and actually have an idea so I could sum it up properly and just be like, "See, Mike, that's how you sum up a fucking article." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "I wonder how long it's gonna take John to jump in and just like realize that we're not even one paragraph into this yet." <laughs> did All right. You, oh, hold on. All right. We did All right. talk so, about the. Uh, we saw the elect- There's a picture of electronics saying buy the right. best with cash processing a pc with blast processing and then we can see a ghetto blaster called the super blaster processing and then a speedo cap with splash processing and an abacus with manual blast processing original pong with bounce processing and then a picture of a hedgehog saying shotgun blasted and processed real imitation fur so i think that's their shot at saying that's kind of a 
Yeah, there's a dig at, at Sonic there a little bit. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike, what? Why doesn't Nintendo make uh, more sports? Or, oh sorry, no, Brandon. no, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, Brian. Um, you want me to read again? Well, basically, <laughs> no. no. Fucking shut I don't up. Wait. I don't wait to read Jesus ever again. <laughs> I actually like. I was I was considering like a pee break in the middle of him ranting. I was like, can I mute both my mics and go take a quick leak and come back and have him <laughs> all right. still going? Why doesn't Nintendo make more sports games? Uh, wake up and go to the store. More than 50 sports titles have already been released for Nintendo Super, or for Super Nintendo, and 25 are due to be released in the next few months. So basically, Nintendo's answer to that is shut the fuck up and go give us money. Which is like, bullshit. I actually, it's bullshit yeah, though, because the Genesis did do sports games better than Super Nintendo, unfortunately. Yeah, they they do that up here a little bit, but they they say uh, no other home video game system can match those numbers. It's just—it's not just quality though, or quantity. Yeah. It's also quality uh, that counts for the diehard sports video games. Many of the critical uh, acclaimed games, such as those from Electronic Arts, like John Madden '93 and NHLA, NHLPA, NHLPA Hockey '93, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, NHL Pro Association. It's Players Players Association. Players so it was Association. licensed with the Players Group. So I've anyway, released on yeah. the Super NES. So basically, they're just saying, like, look, we got a ton, and there's a ton more, so just take our fucking money, come the fuck Well, off. and we have NCAA that, us, uses, us your money. that uses Mode 7 effects, um, behind-the-ball view that revolutionized the sports games. And when it comes to sports, excellent, let the games speak for themselves. I'll, I would counter that the... I mean, I like the Super Nintendo, I, I had it, but the Genesis, uh, for whatever reason, just seemed to do better with sports games, so... And apparently, Mike decided right now to put all his, uh, his, his washing uh, his dishes away, so... Uh. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's all good. Okay, so I'll, anyway. I'll handle the small paragraph, then. What do all the okay. colors on the Super NES do for me? Well, that's kind of a philosophical question, but I think they would evoke emotion, <laughs> but... It says, graphics aren't everything when it comes to video games, but they are critical. The game's graphics are the playing field. Can you imagine playing football? How would you know if they were out of bounds? The number of colors available for use on any video game system is an important factor in determining how realistic the graphics look. With one color, you're not going to have much of a game. Like a polar bear in a blizzard, there's not much to see. <laughs> for truly realistic images, you need the largest color palette you can get. The Super NES allows programmers to choose from more than 32,000 colors and to display 256 of them at one time. Of course, programmers can use fewer colors, but problems may arise. Oh, uh, you mean like when the Nintendo has every color orange? For instance, when digitizing a photographic image, programmers must replace the millions of colors present in the photo with a set of colors that are available in the computer. If you only have 16 colors to replace millions of colors, you can't help but lose most of the detail. With more colors, you'll have more sharper images revealed in the graphics. So the message is clear, more is better, less is just less. So John, you want to tell us what this, what is the speed of the Super NES? Yeah, sure, and I'll do it without having to read the entire thing. So, the uh, speed of the Super NES is... Uh, they start off with a hypothetical to, like, to gauge the readers, uh, saying uh, speed is not just how fast something moves across the screen. I think that's a dig at Sonic. Well, yeah, but, I mean... Yes, but you think everything's all, a dig at Sonic, though? Because it is. Yeah, well, no, it literally is. A plumber could move <laughs> fast a hedgehog if programmed to do so. So it literally is. But a like, dig. if if any of these things were dig at Sonic, this is it. Any of the other so, things that he thought were digs at Sonic are just things that he thinks are digs at Sonic. Like, actually, Mario is faster than Sonic. Common measure. The common measure of <laughs> of 
of a console is clock speed, which refers to how data is handled by the CPU uh, based on oscillations of a crystal crystal controlled oscillator, a tiny crystal that moves at 21.48 million times per second. So the speed is reduced to 3.58 megahertz because that's too fast for the CPU or 3.58 million times per second. The actual transfer of data is more dependent on the programming of the CPU instructions. So it's sort of like your car could go 125 miles an hour, but uh, most situations you only drive 55 miles an hour. Better indicator of processing stream is memory access time because it reflects how much you can accomplish within a clock cycle. We have deaf viewers. We have deaf listeners. Slow down. Sorry. No, I was, I was actually just gonna chirp him because I was gonna let him finish and then be like, "So you weren't gonna read the whole thing?" Well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm skipping over uh, a good chunks of this. But all right. So well, the clock. Chunks. The the memory access time uh, compared between the two system. Uh, so the Sega Genesis they have it down here is 525 nanoseconds versus Super NES's 279 mag, uh, nanoseconds. So they're saying like they're basically giving you a lot of sort of nuts and bolts here about the difference between the systems. But uh, the they're saying because the the CPU clock is um, is. Well, it's actually faster on the Genesis, but the the access time is faster. Yeah, I'm on the seeing. Uh, so. It says here that it is considerably faster than the Genesis. It can right. accomplish more well, because, during one clock cycle. Honestly, on if all you, these stats on their little chart here, I'm seeing like 60% of them are coming up Genesis. Well, and no, the ones it, that it, aren't Genesis are ties. So it doesn't really so, work that way. So CPU clock 7.61 for the Genesis, 7.61 megahertz. Sorry for the Genesis and 3.58 megahertz for the Super NES. That means the Sega Genesis, the CPU clock is faster, but they're saying the memory cycle time is almost half for the Super Nintendo because it's two, 279 nanoseconds versus 525 nanoseconds. So while the Sega Genesis might have more like power in the processor, the Super Nintendo is able to deliver its power faster mm. than, uh, than the Genesis. And also the audio RAM comes in at 500 and 12 uh, kilobit as opposed to 64 kilobit for the Sega Genesis. Uh, there's 512 colors for the Sega Genesis versus 32,000 for the Super Nintendo. Um, and you can have 128 sprites versus 80 sprites. So um, they're basically getting into some kind of uh, controller buttons, 8 versus 12. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> just about to laugh at that. Stereo synthesizer versus digital stereo. So, uh, 16-bit audio versus 8-bit audio, uh, and there's a noise ratio of 14 decibels for the uh, Sega Genesis versus 22 decibels. Uh, signal to noise. I don't even know what that is. So, anyway. Yep. There, there's some things the Sega Genesis are better at, but what they're saying is they've structured the Super Nintendo in a way to give you a better experience. I only owned a Super Nintendo. I didn't play a ton of Genesis. I didn't have a lot of comparing between the two. Me neither. Um, I had a Genesis. I, I so all my friends had a Nintendo, uh, but I had the NES first, and I played that more I, than the Genesis I think, anyway. I think, yeah, I mean, you could have fun with both. I don't, I didn't, I never understood the whole console war thing, like, you know, get one that you like, have fun with what you can, and, you know, wait for ROMs and stuff for the rest later on, so... <laughs> All right, uh, we are way behind on time, so let's kick yep. it up a notch. We Battle have the, Toads in the Battle big Mania. coverage here of Battle Toads. Yeah, as Brandon was saying, sorry, Battle Toads Double Dragon. We've got a, the, the you know the crossover no one wanted. 
Uh, <laughs> basically made a double it looks more like a Battletoads game than a Double Dragon this isn't Double Dragon yeah that one's for the NES this one's just Battle Maniacs oh sorry I was a little ahead of myself I apologize that's what happens well, when you try to that's what happens when you don't read everything I was I scanned ahead to see where we were and I went to the wrong <laughs> haste one. makes bad. waste yeah. Battletoads and Battle Maniacs so this is a holy Battletoads game sorry I was wrong of course um <laughs> This is the first Battletoads game on Super Nintendo, so um, it's pretty good. Pretty good game. Did either of you play this growing up much? Pretty sure I nope. did. This game looks great, and pretty sure it played great. And the uh, Dark Queen's illustration on page thirty looks great too. So, we need a little spank bank material. Yeah, go ahead and, and check uh, that out. For some reason, uh, you fight the first boss in oh, Ragnarok yeah. Cannon. It's a big rock pig. And uh, mm. one of the attacks, which is really weird, is apparently uh, one of the frogs can develop goat horns. Apparently, yeah, it's a ram. Someone, yeah. Which uh, I thought they could all do uh, those things. Uh, has anyone ever seen a frog with horns? No, oh, but have you ever seen a ram without horns? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, called, yeah, they're called goats. So you, <laughs> he slams the ground. You wait for him to slam the ground, and you hit him. When he's immobilized on the ground, pretty standard boss mechanic there. Yep. Uh, and then the second stage is the hollow tree. Uh, they will, it's sort of a, one of the, the, the prototypical battle toad. Uh, you fall you fall down vertically, and attack stuff that's uh, on the side of the walls. We've seen that many times. Yes. Over Do you remember that game. long, horrible racing game where you had to go from one side to the other while everything was coming up way too fast? Well, they listened to your feedback. So now it's going, now it's falling instead of and going. You get it's more. falling instead of racing. You're talking about the jet bike things yeah. from prior games. Yeah. No, there's modes in the prior games that are exactly this. You fall down. It's you do this before. Oh fuck the turbo so, tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. The turbo tunnel is next. Yeah, that's oh, the shit you're talking about. So there's a fall. There's a falling stage where you have to avoid um wooden spike like logs that are carved out of the wall. Um, yep. You just you you fall. You're on like a hover platform, so you're not falling incredibly fast, but you're falling. Fa- you have you have enough time to like battle stuff that's on your side. Yeah, you're descending but, rather than falling. So, and then as Mike referred to, you've got your turbo tunnel, which is the jet bike. So it's a standard sequence. Actually, it's the same as the previous Battletoads games. Um, so you have to, and this is actually pretty helpful because it gives you the chart of the whole level, nope. which is the bullshit. Only the first okay. four sections. It tells you. There's 25 obstacles in the fifth and final section. So just when oh. you've committed all this to your memory and you think, okay, great, and you're all tense and excited, then you've got this whole mystery where you have 25 new things to commit. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Well, it's only 25 tried. more, and if you've already handled this many, like, what the fuck? But if you have to restart <laughs> it over again, you'll realize what the fuck is. And then the next stage is a snake pit. Uh, so you're, it's... Um, like the snakes make platforms that you can jump off of it's sort of like the phone game snake but yep. you're using those to like get through the level snake uh, <laughs> uh, there it goes through some of the bonus stages in the game there's like a chess mode it looks like rodents in the road I don't, I don't know what's going on here but uh, they look like they're driving around on hockey pucks yeah I yeah. don't really whatever it's like Anyway, uh, play game to figure it out, and we're not doing that. Fuck there's that. a roller coaster, ro- roller coaster stage, uh, and look at some of this animation with the Dark Queen. They went, yeah, like, man, 
I, I, I went forward and I was waiting to fucking get you guys in on this. On the fucking the fold out section that yeah. we got here. Oh, it's yeah. a really in depth coverage of everything else, including what's her name? The Dark Queen. The Dark Queen. The Dark Queen? Like she doesn't have an actual name? No. That's the Dark Queen. Oh, well, the Dark when you're, Queen. When you're All that right, hard, great. no one cares about but, your name. Uh huh. But also, I was going to say, I feel like this art has kind of been reused. Like, I feel like that's the same image that I saw last time we were talking about this. Pretty, which was some time ago. Is. But anyway, still, she's still, still well worth it. Yep. <laughs> oh, she looked the Baroness from uh, G.I. Joe. Right. Sure, so. whatever that means. <laughs> a really hot black... Well, what's a black... Yeah, um, no, I... If a brown-haired woman you is mean. a brunette, what's a black-haired woman called? Yellows I think are, they're also brunette. But brunette means no. brown. Like raven-haired no. or whatever? I, I, I don't know. I always understood that it was blonde, red, and brunette, and brunette was kind of like both. That's Brown weird. and black. But I might be wrong. Who fucking knows, man? Only the people who are writer than me. <laughs> um, then we got a Jurassic Park fucking... Raven hair. That's is the older term. It seems to understand. A person who, all, all, who has black hair is also called black-haired. <laughs> She's a black-haired beauty. Uh-huh. But raven-haired works, and that's, yeah. that's what came to mind for me. So. All right. Well, John wins. And you also had the tenacity to look it up, so you get bonus points. Anyway. Okay. So... It's a Battletoads game. It's a Super Nintendo game. The sprites are cool. Like it looks like it plays pretty well. I remember playing like maybe renting this once and not getting that far into it. Um, uh, you might not want to wrap it up just yet. Okay, well, you go, you continue. I'm gonna be done. No, no, no. I was gonna say like because at the end of this little like cutout thing, then there's a Jurassic Park like insert, which is neat. Which I just want to say I kind of would have played this if I seen the ad for it. And then we got more Battletoads. So like, what, does that ha- what the hell does that have to do with not finishing this? <laughs> well, I mean, like, just more Battletoads. Don't don't wrap up your Battletoads. Right. We got more. But the warning, I don't know why, but it says, Mutagenic Agents coming to your Super NES, NES, and Game Boy from Ocean. So <laughs> clear, they're telling you right off the bat, hey, you know how uh, it sucks when... We take licensed properties and completely deviate from them to give you a shit game? <laughs> well, you don't even have to guess. If it's got mutants in it, you know that we're fucking off. Mutant <laughs> dinosaurs, let's do it. Jurassic um, Park, let's see, the release date was June 11 of 91, so this ad uh, corresponds with the, uh, so this is the June... This is the May 90, issue. Sorry, June of 90, this is, no, this is definitely June. No, this is June. June of, June of 93, so this huh. this issue yeah. does correspond with the release date of the movie, so they are hitting when the iron is hot. There's Jurassic Park games coming in the future, uh, so we have a poster. Good stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, as Brandon mentioned, they're, they're just following up with another Battletoads game, and I think there's another one after it as well. Oh, yeah, you? probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, Battletoads in Ragnarok's world, this is the Game Boy version. <laughs> Again, Ragnarok's uh, canon, we descend the impact crater. But he goes through that fucking turbo tunnel, because why not? And then we yeah, see new things crazy. like ice caverns, and then back to the same mold with the snake pits. Yeah, it's almost like these games all use the same pattern. <laughs> yep. So, um, I'm just scanning ahead because I'm looking for it. Does, it is pretty cool. Of, uh, like They do chart out the, the way the snakes are going to go. So for the snake pits, if you are going to play the Game Boy version, um, they also chart out the, the jump sections and stuff of the turbo tunnel. So Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, there's that. There's, and then there's as no more I, good pictures of the Dark Queen. As I had mentioned uh, before, oh, when I was retardedly scrolled ahead, 
We have the Battletoads and Devil Dragon for the NES, the third Battletoads game of the issue. Uh, this is a rare game, so <laughs> that's interesting. Yep, and then we get to see this uh, more of the uh, Dark Queen because, you know, it's weird to see, like, a beautiful villain. They're always usually so deformed and and terrible. And then you just... It, it kind of seems confusing that you have to go Ray Rice on them. The nasty woman. Where do you see that? For the Game Boy. I don't Boy. understand your question. Actually, all three games are rare games, by the way. I just checked. I just didn't notice it uh, at first. So. Mike's still on the Game Boy version? Oh, sorry. Yeah, what's going on, Mike? Oh, I was, just, I was just trying to figure out who, what the name of the guy was that beat the woman in the elevator. That was... Okay. Well, that was Ray Rice. Yeah, so I was just thinking, like... Because it looks like you're fighting this woman on an elevating platform, the hmm. Dark Queen. So I was just like thinking, like, oh, that's a Ray Rice sure. moment there. Okay. Up to the Queen. Battletoads, yeah, Double Dragon. That picture is not hot, so we moved on. And now it's the crossover game that that no one wanted. <laughs> uh, and so they put Double Dragon characters into Battletoads, effect, and Battletoads sort of in Double Dragon areas. You jump back and forth. Uh, so at least we've got something different, like as as far as the sequence of you know levels, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you start off on the Colossus, and instead of the the falling stage, the second stage is inside the Colossus. Uh, after that, and then uh, we have a falling stage in the base. Shocking. Uh, as well as a Colossus encounter, which looks a bit like asteroids. Kind of strange. One thing I like is this? the uh, the insert for all the stage levels. Where uh, Z- or Rash has his uh, his finger out, it looks just like mm. that internet meme of like whenever someone sees something stupid, and it looks like they're about to interject with a point, but then they stop yeah. and think, and then they walk away. Yeah, and it's like exactly nah, that's, that's like just that. way too dumb. So yeah, yeah there's like totally. um, there's a mode here, stage four, where you're like in a spaceship, like shooting asteroid style, like yeah. everything. So it's definitely kind of a strange game. There's a missile madness game. So and that's not like missile defense. It's like you're literally battling people on a missile flying through space. <laughs> yep. So after destroying the Colossus, you'll be the dark, amazed to find the Dark Queen and Shadow Boss manage to escape by hiding out in the remains of a giant missile hull. Those dirty rats. Nevertheless, you will chase after the missile and catch and board it. Yeah. So you fight your way through it. This is pretty friggin' awesome. You're like taking so, battle toads, taking on a Bobo. That's awesome. So stage six and seven are the final fight. So you looks like you play the shadow boss first, yep. and then you battle the dark queen. And looking at sort of the screen grabs of the dark queen, she's not wearing very much. <laughs> nope. No, Pretty she's high. a dominatrix basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's not a lot of coverage there. They as is pretty standard for Nintendo Power. They don't do uh, a lot. Great pun, John. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of coverage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, they don't give you much on the boss battles, so you'll have to kind of figure that out. Uh, mm. So, uh, and then let's wrap up this part of the issue with our uh, Star Fox comic, as we have Star been doing. Star Fox comic. So, uh, I've been doing the, uh, like, some of the characters. Uh, who do we want to give to Brandon? Uh, Mike, what do you you want to be the guy that uh, interrupts the general? Brandon? Well, we can we can do that. Um, I'll be the general. I'll be the general, and I'll be Slippy and and Hair. You can be Falco, any and any other characters. All right, Brandon and uh, Mike, as always, will be you know Fox and the girl 
for because I do because I do right? such great voices. Okay, so I'm like that cheetah guy. Yeah, yeah, you're cheetah, you're and like cheetah. anything that isn't slippy or hair, <laughs> or the general, or the general. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly who slippier hair is, but if you guys so are talking, the, the I just frog know. or the well, yeah, yeah, or the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, there's other ambidextrous. John is the general whatever. and the frog and the bird, right? No, oh yeah, Falco is who's the bird? No, Falco. No, is John is voicing the general and the bird and the and the hair. No, general hair toad. That's it. Yeah, that's Falcon what is Brandon. <laughs> okay, okay. There we go. Holy fuck. Anyway. And what about that big dumb monkey you looking? We don't need to rehearse Andros? this. We don't need to rehearse this. We'll do it live. Andros. Yeah. Is that what All right. Is? Yeah. Uh, you can be Andros. Just make him no. super mean. John can be Andros. Uh, I'll do it then. Andros. Fine. Yeah. Well, Walsh no, it doesn't make sense because you'll have Fox and Andros talking, then I'll do Andros too. Fine. Whatever. Fine. All right. <laughs> well, All right, John, Mike. John's lead us off. <laughs> well, isn't Brandon uh, the uh, cheetah? I was going to say, are you going to do yeah, like a sorry. little intro? I meant Brandon, I'm the, sorry. All right. This week so, on Star Fox. On the many adventures of Star Fox. Yeah. General. <laughs> General. Next time, next time, knock before scaring me to death. What's up? God, Fox and Farrah are gone. You see Fox, like, and Farrah, you know, heading People off. Taking off like dickheads. There, oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> there go the other air wings, General. I, what are they called? Our wings. Our wings. But yeah. Nice. Falco yeah. and the others wanted a piece of the action. There were three of them, but only two ships. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hair pops in. Hold still and breathe less. We have limited oxygen. I'm gonna croak back here. Let me me fly. Fox and Pharaoh must be back by the must be to the black hole by now. With your ship and my plans, I hate to say it. With your ship and my plan. I hate to say. I hate it it when it happens. (laughs) God damn it! All right, Falco, you you dyslexic bastard. (laughs) All right, who needs reading after high school? (laughs) Yep. There's the black hole. Ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Here goes nothing. And uh, strangely enough, it's called a black hole when it really. Yeah, but it's like somebody dropped a bunch of skittles in a glass of water. It's yeah, every it's, other fucking color. It's a tie-dyed butthole <laughs> they're descending into. Yeah. And they come in. Woo-hoo! Inside yeah. hole. Inside hole. Well, that's what she said. Weird. What? Yeah. Weird. And everything is trippy lime green yeah, it's for like Fox. They just... While for Farrah, all the, all the chroma has been sucked out of her cockpit. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he's looking around, seeing all the ships that have uh, not made it through the black hole, which should yeah. bode well for his chances, which should bode right. accurately for his chances of success. And he's saying, Lost ships, graveyard, the crews can't find out lost. And then uh, he has a real Mufasa moment. Where yeah. <laughs> he suddenly is blessed with a radiant vision throughout His the father darkness. father barfs light onto him. Space yeah. Dad barfing light. <laughs> but explosion. That's what I get after Taco Bell. <laughs> Which is Ben's special move. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Junior. Junior, follow me. So, yeah, and the art style here, like, jumps, like, really radically between the different oh, it's frames. It's trippy as fuck, but yeah. kind of beautiful. Yeah, it yeah, works pretty it well. It looks real good. Uh, so they exit the black hole, 
And uh, general, we picked base. up two air wings on over venom. They survived the black hole, Sergeant. Get me a fresh lolly. <laughs> Fox, uh, we made it. How did you find the way? How did you find the way out? My, my, my father. He, I, I mean, I. Fox, are you okay? Didn't you see him? It was my father. Fox, I just followed you into the light. I didn't see anyone. And then Fox realizes, eh, maybe I shouldn't be on an attack mission if I'm hallucinating, but... <laughs> he says, well, so, I see. And then uh, Red's red, apparently blood splatter, comes flying through space. <laughs> and lasers, but like, diffracted, I guess, would be the idea. <laughs> yep. And so they're being engaged by the Venom Welcoming Committee. And uh, he says... Let's drop in and say hello, Farah. See that they get the message. And they just fire off a missile, just evap, just kaboom. And, uh... So suddenly Falco arrives. Yeah. And says, this is my kind of planet. Ships exploding, exploding laser beams, fire and glory, and lots of loot. I told you I'd get, get us through the hole. Uh, Slippy says, uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, this is... This is Oh, oh that, that actually might be that might be me talking over the radio to you guys. I oh, told you yeah, I get the, I told you I'd get us through the hole. <laughs> you said it, Falco, but that was Slippy's tracking device that locked onto Fox. I know how we we can get it to Andros. Let's go, Harris says. And the uh, arrowings the air wings are coming. Oh wait, yeah, let Mike, let Mike do it. He does the great lizard voice. The yeah, arrowings so. have oh, come, right. your perfectness. Pipe down, lizard lips. You think I'm blind? They're, I, they think they're pretty clever warping through the black hole. Ha! A lot, a lot of good it will do them. They do not know the horrible end do, that awaits them, do they, Herbert? And they get to see, we get to see his robotic sex pig nodding in agreement. Yep, that's <laughs> so, me. So, so Fox <laughs> chirps in, and he looks. He, he realizes. Falco, how? What have I ever missed a party, Fox? And then we get to see some glorious explosions and bloodshed and rampant loud. They're blasting their way through through venom venom defenses. Yeah, Mm -hmm. pal, crump. Now to destroy the Canarian fools one by one. He hits the uh, defense button, I guess. And a laser barrier separates Fox from Falco, taking up the rear, and uh, the ship has to come to a dead stop. Which is pretty good control over a uh, a rocket ship, but damn right. right. And so, uh, Farah, I guess says, uh, she says, "We'll never get through this barrier." And Fox did. He went through it alone. Or and he yells, "Yeah, you're I fine." Don't know. Fox, yeah. And then see you there Farrah. still. Oh, <laughs> no, oh hang you. in there, pal. Yeah, we get All to see right. a nice profile good. of the two of them just good, so. sitting in the darkness waiting. And Waiting to bang once Fox is gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he out of here yet? Good. <laughs> so, they, all of a sudden, this is what, Andros's defense, right? Yeah, this is Andros' no, holographic defense. Your valued effort should be rewarded, Junior. And he's basically, ha, 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 yeah, he's ha. basically like a, a polygon version of the master control program. <laughs> yeah. You will Don't be deleted. Worry. Don't worry, your friends will... I mean, Fox is really confused. Don't worry, your friends will also get what they deserve. Blasted by t- blasted by floor tiles? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so he shoots off his lasers after no! yelling. No! Because he shoots the laser 
and shoots the tiles with his laser and he goes, oh, my weapons, they don't even make a scratch. <laughs> and the sex so pig apparently- goes, squeak, 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 as his uh, you- eyes light up. You did it, Slippy. This is Andross's control chamber. Remember when we captured the android pig on Papatoon? That was full of top secret data? That's no ordinary pig. It's a piggy data bank. (laughs) And the power source for his base, Herbert, is the key to Andross's operation. Then it's, time to make a, then it's time to make a withdrawal. <laughs> and so Hare rips out his gun and goes, time to cash out. Whonk! And he like bl- laser blasts the uh, the piggy bank. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, uh, the, the defense, uh, you know, mirror face guy, whatever he's called, says, Herbert, more energy now. Yeah, and his eyes start to glow, indicating that yeah. that's where Fox should be shooting his laser. And he goes, keeping an eye out, Andros. And he blasts him right in the eye. <laughs> and his eyes start smoking like Unicron at the end of the Transformers movie. And he just like... And then he explodes into a, a face cube. Yeah, like an, there's yep. an Allspark inside of him or something. Right. So. Yeah, weird Gorilla Man Allspark. Yeah. Well, Andross's face is on all the sides of the cube. And so Andross is a weird Gorilla Man? Source. I'm going to design it to look like my face. Yeah. And then anyway, Fox, so. Is Andross a weird Gorilla Man? Yeah. And then yeah. Fox says, I've okay. got to destroy the core. And he gives Andross a laser facial. And he goes, <laughs> He's got like <laughs> the weirdest like stress look on his face. Where well, it's because he's like, about to explode, so yeah, that'll... Oh, Fox, you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he's just got the weirdest... I think it's supposed fucking... to be bemusement, but it just was kind of, or- like, drawn a little weird. So anyway, all right, what does uh, Falco say there? Uh, and then he says, uh, he did it! And Farrah's <laughs> just let's, smiling. <laughs> let's blow before this base does. Well, I don't know if we <laughs> have time for that. Let's, just, let's land the ship first, and then we'll talk. Check out the fireworks. And then the explosion. And then it says, Massive explosion on Venom, sir. Four AR wings have escaped. He finally got it right Where? before the end. Woo! I was going to discharge a lot of them. What now? Parades? Medals? Ah, the lonely burden of command. And we get to see a glorious shot of the four R wings blasting through space, heading home for with the, their uh, parade, the court martial, booty call, whatever. With a spiral galaxy behind them, majestically like twirling in the, uh, like the what the ether of space. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, that get that gets us to the end. So uh, of this half of the issue, we're only about fifteen minutes over what we normally do. So um, that's not the worst. It's not terrible. Mike, do you want to wrap this up? Hardly (laughs) succeeding. Yep. So I just wanted to let our people know that now that Brandon has internet, we are. In the process of making some awesome taste test shows for you, the taste test yep. is returning. And uh, so your uh, Patreon donations, which can be made at patreon.com slash playingwithpower, are going to good use. And like us on Facebook, check us out on our main website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. And uh, 
Facebook is the best place to get in touch with us. Let's wrap it up, people. And you can find me on Twitter at GetThePower88 if you want to be a guest on the show because you have something awesome to do with video games or you just think you're funny and you want to read an issue with us and join in on the banter. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter and uh, let us know. We'd like to hear from you and uh, it'd be nice to have someone on the show besides the four white guys that we usually do. <laughs> That's right. It's like the Trump cabinet up in here. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> except without the money, except without the money and the secret death counts. John, yeah, can we exactly. find you anywhere specific other than Facebook? You go to uh, you know the sandwich dating app Grinder. Nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> there you we can go. find me on Facebook. Also, I don't really fuck with anything else. Apparently, I have a Twitter guy or uh, an Instagram, guys. Nice. Get, I yeah, think, I, didn't I think know if you have that. Facebook, you like have one by default. So well, that's the weird anyway. thing. Is like apparently I have 150 followers or viewers or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like a good number or a Tell shit them number. Tell about the show. We well, yeah, numbers. I guess. Yeah. I, what do you normally know, do? Just take pictures of your turds and the honestly, there's two like pictures of it, and uh, there's two pictures on it. One of them is a buddy of mine who used to wash dishes like way back when. He's a really good pal. And then the other one is a picture of my friend's dog underneath my kitchen table. Well, you know what it, it was is, like really people, hot in the summertime. People write scripts to follow like as much people as they can. So you're probably just getting the auto script people because as, as exciting as that sounds, it sounds like you're Guys, just getting auto subscribers. That's just, fine by me. I don't give a shit. Just, we just uh, got a like on the Facebook page from a guy that I talked to two weeks ago. That wasn't just. That was like an hour ago. No, a guy yeah. that I was talking to, not Jess. No, no, no! I said just. No. It wasn't just that. Like was, a yeah, ago. that was rec- that wasn't that recently, but yes, that's true. Yes, All right. Anyway, happened. anyways, <laughs> when I was at the, the scene, yeah, when I was at the scene, Vincent DePaul, I saw this guy. He had a uh, a Pac Man shirt with Japanese writing on the bottom. So I told him about the show and wishing I had a card to hand out, but I didn't because they weren't done yet. But yeah, I told him about the show, and it turns out he just finally liked the page, so he got around to it. Yay! Cool. New fan. All right. So welcome to the <laughs> Playing With Power podcast, Josh Carter. Glad to have you. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Shout outs. And let's wrap it up then. Buy our love on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to play the Patreon game and get the high score, we'll be taking your donations slash entries at patreon.com slash playing with power. All right. And as always, I'm John. I'm Mike. And I'm Brandon. And you're, you're playing, playing with, with power. power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. <laughs>